What up? We are back again today in the studio, and it is time to get the ball rolling. What up? We are back again today in the studio. Happy to be rocking with you uh, on a Sunday. Just finished up watching some uh, of the late games uh, of the FCS. Happy to be back talking FCS football. Now, I love college football. Everyone knows that. That's what this this podcast is dedicated to. But because uh, college football is a very wide thing, we try to follow mainstream trends. And that's why we cover the FBS and FCS. Fans from last year will note that, you know, we had an FBS podcast on Tuesday and I believe an FCS podcast on Thursday. And that's just kind of how we, we rocked with it. And it was great. We brought on some seriously awesome coaches from both the F. CS and FBS uh, over the over the little the last little bit, but since uh, COVID and everything in this in this season being as crazy as what it is, we just decided to sit back and watch. Uh, a lot of people right now uh, they want to say their opinions. They want to say, "Hey, uh, look at me." Uh, I think this should happen, this should happen. You know what, I'm not an expert on anything. So we just sat back and watched, right? Uh, we gave opinions about BYU. Uh, we, we did a little bit, uh, I mean, we did a few podcasts and stuff, but we didn't dive super deep into the FCS. And so right now, this spring, we're going to. Uh, it's really special to me, the FCS, because, uh, you know, my parents both uh, graduates from an FCS school, my grandparents from that school, uh, my wife from an FCS school, me from an FCS school now. So the FCS has always been a part of our, our lives and, and going to FCS games. So that's what I want to start off with. Uh, anyway, so we're going to be diving in. Now, I understand that some played last week. It's really hard to track everything. So we're kind of making this our, our week one. Even though we had some games last week, there were a lot of cancellations and stuff. So this is kind of week one. We're at, we're kind of at ground zero now. Now we're just going to build uh, build on up, right? Uh, and that's just kind of I, I kind of think of it as the preseason. Yes, you know, Central Arkansas played North Dakota State in the fall, but we're going to kind of build from here. We're going to kind of start here uh, with the games yesterday. So we're going to be going over the games yesterday. Uh, we're going to be picking out some some of the games of the week this next uh, week. It's going to be difficult just because of the, the COVID protocols and stuff. We already have a couple of cancellations. So uh, we'll be watching that. And then, uh, obviously, uh, one of our most popular segments from last year and the most, uh, honestly, I wouldn't say controversial, but everyone has an opinion on, is the top 25. Now, we don't have 25 teams. Uh, I mean, we could probably rank them out. But we're just going to do top 10 this week. And hopefully next week we can get to 25 or maybe even just a 15 we might throw in uh, a top 15 going forward. But anyway, so we are going to start off with some of the games uh, that happened yesterday. And we got to start off with uh, the elephant in the room, and that is North Dakota State. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about some of our other f fan favorites, uh, obviously North Dakota. We'll talk a little bit about Dixie State, Weaver State, uh, and kind of what we're going to be seeing in this FCS uh, preview. So to start off, Yes, North Dakota State did lose uh, yesterday to Southern Illinois. Now, you're going to say, well, you know, Southern Illinois, uh, North Dakota State had X amount of wins. I believe it was like 30-something, 30-plus wins. Their last win was against James, or last loss was against James Madison, I do believe. It's been very, it's been a very good run for the North Dakota State Bison. And that's, and that's wonderful. They, they, they are an amazing team, coach very, very well, but what we saw in, in in the FBS is that COVID is playing 
different places. Now, I'm not going to chalk it up as a COVID, you know, outbreak or whatever, people opting out. I don't I don't want to take that route, but it's affected everyone differently, and it's affected every program different and destroy the FBS season uh, they took advantage of COVID well some of the these other teams they sat back and uh, I mean the Pac-12 I mean they they postponed it so so late and they had cancellations and we didn't really get a full Pac-12 season so some people took advantage of it and and saw it as as a good advantage some people didn't and that is fine whatever your your way of of it is Uh, North Dakota State you know they did play uh, in the fall against uh, Central Arkansas, they did win 39-28. to Trey Lance was still their quarterback, and that kid is just a straight-up baller. I mean, and I really think that he was the voice and, and, and the leader of the Bison team. Uh, they ended up beating Young, Youngstown State last week, and this week they end up dropping the ball against Southern Illinois. Don't think the Salukis are a slouch. The Salukis are a very, very good team. They were coming on hot last year, and this year they're just kind of going forward with it. They are an impressive, impressive team. Uh, so so don't think of that. I, I see it as they went on the road uh, to Illinois. They're still trying to find an identity after tra- the Trey Lance departure with this crazy season of COVID. They're not gone. Now, a lot of people, a lot of, you know, FCS teams are excited. They're like, they kind of see blood in the water. Hey, they lost. They're not this unbeatable force. They're, they're still an amazing team. And, and that's why in, in, when, you, when we get into our, our rankings this week, I'm not going to pull them down super, super far. Now, I think there's some teams that played, quite, quite frankly, better yesterday, and that's why I put them where they did. But they're not going away anytime soon. That's my first thought on them. A, ne- uh, a couple more thoughts. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Nickel State. Now, the Colonels have played absolutely amazing. Uh, last year, they were able to beat North Dakota, uh, first round of the playoffs. They're a really, really good team out of the Southland. And they, uh, this last, well, two weeks ago, and and I know we're kind of getting confusing because I said this is kind of our first week, but... Uh, you know, two two weeks ago, so on the 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 nineteenth, they put up eighty seven points against Lincoln, Missouri. Uh, so they they just flat out boat race this team. This last week, they put up fifty five against Lamar, and Lamar is again is a pretty decent team. Going forward with Nickel State, this is definitely someone that all teams should be watching. Um, just because I don't know if the competition was as fierce, uh, you know, putting up fifty five points is absolutely amazing. But uh, that's why I have them ranked the way they are. But, uh, you know, they're going to be playing Northwestern State. They're going to get a pretty good game against Sam Houston State. They seem like they they can ball this year. Uh, Incarnate Word beat McNeese State. McNeese State absolutely rebuilt all of their facilities. So they they are an amazing uh, kind of story this year. They play them in Southeast Louisiana. So we're definitely going to be watching Nichols and and their uh, development over this spring. Now, remember... Because the FCS is playing in the spring, they're turning around and playing in the fall. And so we're going to see a lot of different uh, you know, things going to play. Coaching tactics. Uh, for example, Dixie State plays Tarleton twice in the spring. And uh, I know they play them at least once in the fall. It's going to be really interesting to watch the dynamics. Are you going to show all of your hand, uh, you know, penalties, turnovers, uh, you know, balances of the football is going to be really interesting as, as we watch this, especially in, in, in conference games. Definitely watch Nickel State. Another team that I was really excited to watch, and this is probably what a lot of people were tuned into yesterday, FCS fans, was the North Dakota 
versus South Dakota State uh, football game. Now, that football game was absolutely amazing uh north dakota is just playing their brains out 28 17 yesterday and honestly it, it the game was was more than what than what it really should have been i i honestly think that they should have put up 42 uh points to south dakota's maybe maybe give them an extra score to 24 uh, but needless to say it was 28 17 uh both teams had chances north dakota state just looked better and i'm really excited to watch the fighting hawks now you know that we brought coach freund on twice onto the show Absolute fan of the show. We love him, and we love the Fighting Hawks. We love following them. Uh, we were even able to go to the game last year against Weber State. They're going to be going. Their their run here is going to just beat a really good Illinois State uh, team in normal. They play Western Illinois uh, kind of towards the bottom of the valley. Then they play at the Fargo Center, North Dakota State. So that Western Illinois game, you've really got to watch because you got to see, okay, can they take care of business the week before and then come back and play North Dakota State? afterwards uh then they go youngstown state again kind of towards the bottom of the barrel and missouri state who looked good against western illinois yesterday and is kind of on the come up but uh again probably should finish in the bottom half of the valley and then illinois state this team i honestly think has two well three if you count the western illinois game because uh, before the north Dakota state game but this team can go on a run if they go undefeated we're looking at a potential new king of North Dakota, which is super crazy that we could even be talking about this. Again, this is their first year in the Valley. They were a in a member of the Big Sky. They were a member of the FCS Independent. And now they are a member of the Valley, uh, the Missouri Valley Football Conference. Somebody to watch for. And finally, we're going to wrap up, and, and we'll get into them a little bit later. But Weber State. Weaver State is bringing back almost their entire team. Uh, they It looks like they've got their quarterback uh, situation figured out. Josh Davis is an absolute animal in the back uh, in the backfield. Yes, uh, B. Barron yesterday threw for 312 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, their defense is just straight stout. This Wildcats team, and, and I told my dad, and I, I'll make a prediction now, I see this Wildcat team uh, right now in as kind of the front runners of the SES, FCS. Uh, and now I've, I know they've only played one game. And, you know, they've got a really, they've got a decent spring schedule now. Uh, I believe the Cal Poly game is being postponed. Uh, we'll have to keep an eye on that. But then they get UC Davis at home, NAU at home. They're on the road against Southern Utah. And then again, a, a, a bringing it back against Idaho State at home. But I see this team honestly going undefeated cases in the in the Cal Poly program I again I, I saw online so we'll just have to keep our ears to the ground there but I really see this team uh, succeeding at a really high level uh, Weaver State again Jay Hill has built this program last year they lost a heartbreaker in the semifinals at James Madison and I really see this team going forward as a really really good football team so some some of those uh, again we love it we love the FCS. Uh, we're going to be tracking these trends, right? That's kind of what we're doing here at Get the Ball Rolling, is trying to find these trends that we can say, okay, we like that team. Uh, we're going to kind of follow, see where they go, how they play, and then we're going to give you what we think of them. But right now, week one, this is kind of the teams. We're kind of setting it up uh, to follow tracking. Now, this doesn't exclude James Madison. This doesn't exclude Keenishaw State. Uh, again, North Dakota State. Not going to be out of it. Uh, we still have some teams. The CAA uh, still needs to get involved. Uh, you know, Richmond and and some of these other teams, uh, Albany, New Hampshire. We'll see how these guys kind of uh, start playing 
throughout the spring, but I am really excited to watch uh, the FCS this spring. We're just kind of setting the stage, and then next week uh, we'll, we'll uh, again, have the, our games of the week, if not game of the week, and then, uh, you know, going forward, we're, we're going to do, be doing our rankings. So right now we're going to be taking a step aside, uh, our, our uh, we'll say top 15, uh, and then we will discuss, uh, you know, the, the games of the week uh, this next week. So stay tuned. All right, and bringing us right back uh, after that wonderful break. Also, uh, very grateful for Anchor and all that they do here. So we're going to be discussing uh, the top 15, and it might sound a little biased uh, because, again, we haven't had this, the full CAA. We haven't had everybody 100% play. So here we go. This is just my thoughts right at the first. Uh, I wanted to see, hey, uh, what teams I think are going to be where. And then uh, we'll kind of discuss why we put them on. That's the best team. Uh, them, North Dakota, Nichols, they all have looked absolutely tremendous. But I honestly think Weber State is the team to beat. Uh, not only uh, are they bringing back a, a ton of veteran talent, they're also, you know, really show. I really think they're going to be a good football team uh, going forward. Again, Cal Poly, UC Davis on the come up. Uh, they're they're going to be playing there. I believe they're in in Ogden. So you had a little bit of home field advantage, uh, really cold there. I see Weaver State as honestly, the, the, the pack is going to try to catch them. I thought it was North Dakota. North Dakota State uh, kind of shows that they, they've come back to the pack now. Uh, but right now, I think Weaver State's number one. Number two, I have the Fighting Hawks of North Dakota. I think North Dakota has played extremely well. They just beat the Salukis. The Salukis just beat uh, North Dakota State. So obviously, uh, they need to have some serious con consideration and respect. That's why I have them at number two. Uh, we'll see what the, what they do against South Dakota. Uh, they might even jump Weaver State uh, because you know if Weaver State doesn't play, then you you're going to lose your your ranking. I, I do it week by week. This isn't a, a composite ranking, uh, or or and I'm not even going to factor in spring or or fall of this last year, or even, you know, the year before. This is just where I think they are right now. Uh, number three, we have Nichols. Obviously, I need to see them against some some better competition. Uh, Northwestern State, I think they're going to beat them. Uh, it's going to be two weeks when they play Sam Houston State. That's going to be a big game uh, down there in the Southland Conference, and I'm, I'm really excited to see uh, where they end up you know, battling, and, and, and I want to see each team, what they kind of have, what they bring to the table. Number four, James Madison. Uh, James Madison, again, kind of has a, a Nichols vibe. I don't feel like they've been tested at the level that they that that I can seriously put them higher. Uh, but they're still a really, really good football team. And I think they're the team in the CAA that we all need to be watching. I think Albany might be a little tricky. Richmond is definitely going to be better this year. Uh and some of the other really good teams in the CAA. But this, these are just a couple of them. Definitely be watching for them. I'm excited to see where uh, James Madison goes, if they can make another run. Again, with North Dakota State losing, teams like Weaver State, teams like James Madison that are really well-coached teams, they can make a run, and we could be you know, crowning a completely different uh, national champion. Number five, we have Keenishaw State out of the Big South. They, they beat Shorter University, uh, kind of just uh, gave it a beat down. My, my alma mater is actually going to be playing Keenishaw. Excited to watch that game. But Keenashaw, they, they just run such a unique style of football that is going to be really difficult for anyone to compete with them out of the Big South. In my opinion, obviously, you got Monmouth uh, that they're going to get be getting going this next weekend. And uh, 
Anyway, so excited to watch where Keenishaw goes. They might move up and down depending on, on where we see fit. Uh, number six, Salukis. They did lose to North Dakota, but North Dakota right now is number two. But they beat North Dakota State, who, if I would have ranked preseason rankings, they would have been number one. So they get uh, the nod at number six. Going to be fun going forward where, you know, SIU kind of lands. Number seven, I do have the North Dakota State Bison. And you say, well, it might be a little rough putting them all the way down there because, you know, they they they're still... I mean, they won, what, 30-plus games in a row. But I got to put them down there just be, to what I saw yesterday, the absolute beatdown. Had they only lost by three, I probably have them um, number three or number four. They got beat down yesterday. I think it's going to be a learning experience for the Bison. But I'm gonna right now, I'm going to be putting them at number seven. Coming in at number eight, I have the Vandal, uh, the Vandals of Idaho. Idaho beat Eastern Washington, and Eastern Washington was supposed to be bouncing back this year. They kind of had a a uh, up and down fall season two years ago. Uh, not this last fall, they didn't play. So, really, I mean, they were in the Kibby Kibby Dome. They were able to get the dub. Uh, they were in awesome yellow helmets. Congratulations to Idaho getting that win. Uh, they're going to be kind of on watch as we as we see. Now they might drop uh, a, a little bit once when we get the CAA uh, rankings and stuff. But I just want to watch what I saw yesterday against Eastern Washington. They really did show uh, that they're they're there to play, and they might be uh, kind of the surprise out of the big sky. Uh, coming in at number nine, I'm going to put in South Dakota. Uh, we've had uh, Coach. Uh, Ted, the quarterbacks coach out there on the show, uh, he he described their process. Super informative guy, really smart guy. Go and listen to it. It was a couple years ago, and uh, I like South Dakota. They went to normal. They forced, I believe, seven turnovers, which is absolutely insane. Uh, their defense played extremely well, and that's what travels, and that's what wins championships. So I'm going to be putting them in uh, just at number nine. Number 10, I have uh, South Dakota State. You're like, well, Missouri Valley uh, is really top-heavy in this, uh, you know, in your top 10, Tyler. Well, of course, because they've already played the CAA, some of these other teams getting going. Coming in at number 11, I do have UNI Panthers. I don't think, I still think UNI will probably be in the top 10 uh, towards the end of the season, and uh, I really see them being a really formidable foe. They did lose, however, to South Dakota State. They didn't look great uh, the first game. South Dakota State came out with a little bit more firepower, but they did, I mean, they, they deserve the nod at number 11. Number 12, we have the Bearcats of Sam Houston State, and that's Cats with K. Really, really good showing against uh, Southeast Louisiana who won the Southland last year, them and Nickel State. They were right there. Uh, the Lions are, 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 are no slouch. They put up 43 points. Very, very good uh, football team. And then, so we're not, we're, we'll do a top 12, and then we'll have other considerations. Uh, I got to give a shout-out to Gardner-Webb Football. They were able to get the dub uh, against Elon. And you know what? Uh, people don't understand with a with a new coach how difficult it is to 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 pull it out. They were able to win yesterday. Uh, definitely give a shout out forty two to twenty. Now they were at home. And the Phoenix a couple years ago actually made the playoffs. So again, very very impressive win uh, for the for the Bulldogs of Gardner Webb. Another shout out. Uh, Incarnate Word got the win against McNeese uh, McNeese State and. Uh, also, let me. I'm trying to find the score for that game. 
Oh, yeah, the Dixie State Tarleton game. Uh, Dixie State is my alma mater uh, down here in St. George, Utah. They were able to go on the road against a team who just beat New Mexico State. Now, Dixie State plays New Mexico State next week, so it's going to be really interesting to see. Uh, maybe because Tarleton really did beat down pretty good on... Uh, on New Mexico State, but Dixie did go to Tarleton State. They went to Stevensville. They 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 got the win, and they're coming back to St. George. Victory, you know, first D one team that they had beat, first D one win. Everything. Uh, Got to give them a big shout out. Definitely a team to watch. Uh, they do play two Division two teams. Uh, I believe it's Fort Lewis and New Mexico Highlands at the end of the year. But they do play all Tarleton State, New Mexico State. Uh, Tarleton again, excuse me, uh, New Mexico State, and they will be on the road against Keenishaw. So, you know, they still got to play some D2 teams, but that's just where we're at right now. Uh, and the WAC and the A-Sun, uh, you know, kind of making that... Uh, that joint pack this next year, that kind of round robin, will be a lot of fun to see uh, going forward with Dixie State. So... Those are kind of our, our, our top five teams, our considerations, who we like. Uh, and honestly, I, I, I couldn't be more I couldn't be more happy uh, with some of these teams. I'm excited. I think this is we're gonna see some teams that might just catch fire this year that can stay focused, can control COVID. They might make some runs, and I think it's gonna be absolutely awesome. So now going forward, what now we're gonna ask, okay. Well, where are we going forward? Okay, we have the Ohio Valley starting up. Uh, you know, Murray State, UT Martin, uh, Southeast Missouri State, which I think is going to be, uh, they're going to be back, uh, you know, ruling the Ohio Valley. Jacksonville State as well. Uh, they actually play, they're playing today on Sunday, but uh, Sunday's kind of the cutoff. I'm going to be kind of adding them in for next week and my next week's uh, composite rankings. Thursday, we do have a really, really big game, North Dakota versus South Dakota. Now it is in the Allura Center, and North Dakota, uh, you know, if they play well against South Dakota, they might just make it to the number one seed, especially if that uh, Weaver State game does not happen. We have we get to see our first look at UC Davis against Idaho next week, which would be super super fun. Uh, again, Villanova, Stony Brook, two super uh, good teams in the past. Kind of looking, uh, we are going to get our first look at both individual teams. Uh, Maine and Delaware, same thing. Uh, two teams that have been really good in the past. We're looking forward to watching them this next week. Uh, VMI also beat Furman. Nobody was talking about that. Be watching that team going forward. And then, uh, again, William & Mary, Richmond, they have their first games. And, uh, yes, Dixie State and New Mexico State. I definitely want to watch Eastern Washington, NAU. NAU beat SUU off of a last-second pass to the end zone. Kind of a crazy game. Uh, kind of want to watch the dynamics there to see where EWU is at, where NAU is at, and kind of where they're going to fall into the big sky lineup. Northern Illinois, or sorry, Northern Iowa versus Illinois State. They are uh, in, and they are home, uh, the Panthers. They're going to be taking them on. We'll see if, if the Redbirds can bounce back against a loss uh, against South Dakota. This is still an extremely well-coached team. Definitely be watching for them. 
Uh, like I said, Nichols is playing Northwestern State. Uh, kind of get to see where they're going to be lining up as well. And then uh, Southeast Louisiana and McNeese State. We're going to be seeing, kind of, again, the, the, the first couple games, uh, it's really hard to rank and, and it's really hard to prove. And honestly, that tweet and, and my top 10 and then on to, what, 13 that we did and then our honorable mentions, it might it might be bad at the end of the season. Weaver State, you know, I, I don't think this is possible, but maybe they're not the number one team uh, by week three or week four. Maybe North Dakota gets caught lightning in the bottle and they lose, you know, a, a silly game because of COVID. We don't know what's going to happen. But that's how I see the rankings now. I'm going to do the best with what I've got the information. Again, I watched, you know, 12, 14 games yesterday. Uh, I was glued to the TV, glued to the FCS. And this is where we're going to be going forward. Uh, really super excited for this football season. And once when we catch these trends, uh, I'll be able to talk a little bit more in depth. Like I said, North Dakota State losing, that is a really big deal. Uh, but if they lose again, then it's a story. Uh, you know, Weaver State beating Idaho State is awesome. If they beat down on Cal Poly and UC Davis, now I have a story. James Madison, once when they get into some CAA games, now I have a story. Those kinds of things is where I'm going to be watching and, and going forward. Where we're just kind of getting kick-started off. Uh, that's just where I am at. Uh, also... For those friends uh, of Get the Ball Rolling, this has been our independent podcast, and we are very, very proud of everything that we do from from all my friends that promote it. And, uh, you know, we get insight from people, coaches, uh, talking to them, texting them, trying to get the most, you know, accurate information. And, and what I see is happening across all sports. Uh, also, right now, I've joined Sling the Pill Media. Uh, it is one of my best friends. Uh, he started this company. Uh, the same host, if, if you are if you were fans of the Orange and Blue podcast, the same host, Jeff Tuckett, he's there with me. We're, we're doing an in-depth uh, podcasting about high school sports in the state of Utah. So if you like it, the ball rolling, listen to it. Uh, if you like Orange and Blue, you like Boise State, listen to that. And number three, uh, be sure to tune into the Wasatch Bench podcast. Now it's Region 5 in uh, 5A for the state of Utah. It covers Bountiful High School, Bonneville High School, Box Elder High School, uh, Viewmont, Northridge. They're going to be joining it. Uh, and, well, we Farmington's leaving, and I, I'm sure I'm missing a couple of teams. But those are the teams that we're really going to be focusing on, uh, talking to them, doing some awesome interviews. So if you have some time, be sure to listen to that podcast as well. And we're going to keep on rocking with Get the Ball Rolling. And hopefully, we're in a really unique space where we get FCS football in the spring. Now, I'm, I am I will make my decision whether I like spring football at the end uh, of the spring going into fall. And uh, after the fall season, probably I'll make the, the declaration. But we're going to be watching. We're going to see a ton of FCS football in 2021. Spring and then fall, this turnaround. Uh, we're going to be following the storylines. We're going to be bringing a couple of coaches on. We've had Coach uh, Peterson from Dixie State. We've had Coach Warren from SUU. We've had Coach Hill uh, from Weaver State. We've uh, we've done a lot of fun interviews, and we're going to continue to bring them back. Coach Freund was a hit. Uh, some of the Colgate coaches, Coach Hunt, uh, huge huge hit stuff and stuff like that. So we're going to be doing that. So be sure to tune in. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Get, Get Rolling Nineteen. And uh, until next time, let's keep this ball rolling.